0: I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it.
1: Welcome to another episode of Agents of Shieldcast. I am Colonel Chaos, a.k.a. Chipsella, and joining me tonight, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing Agent Andy Ant Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent?
2: Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I'm still me, I think. Still
1: you? All right. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> me, I think. Uh, been a crazy couple of weeks, Andy. Emotional roller coaster. Mm hmm. Yep. Um, as you know, um, when we were recording my last show, um, my dog was pretty sick, and we kind of knew it was time. And the day after we recorded was the day that uh, we had to take my dog. Finally, had to take my dog in. Mm. Um, and Nikki had been with us for 17 years, and basically on with me for every episode of Agents of Shield cast.
2: So you could say she was the... Real third, uh, yeah. third, third member of the cast. Third host. Not Agent
1: Kennedy. Yes. True, true. Yes, uh, she <laughs> lasted a hell of a lot longer than Agent Kennedy. Hell, uh, Zena's mom <laughs> lasted longer than Agent Kennedy. That's right.
2: <laughs> you often forget that he was part of the show <laughs> <It's> <laughs> for cool. one episode.
1: Agent Kennedy, who the hell? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and so, uh, we were talking, I think, last, you know, we did the show last Wednesday, and then, uh, we were talking about trying to squeeze another one in, another one in last weekend, and I just wasn't feeling it, um, just, I was down, and, uh, so, uh, this week, uh, I actually got two dogs. <laughs> Nice. So you you did have two dogs before, didn't you? Uh yeah, we had Nikki and Bowser. Bowser passed mm. away three or four years ago. Mm. And uh she and they they did well Bowser loved uh Nikki. Nikki really couldn't care less about uh Bowser. It was kind of <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um right. so this time, you know, because the the idea had been that we wanted, uh, we figured Nikki kind of gets bored and lonely by herself, so we got her a buddy. Well, it didn't work out that well. She tolerated uh, Bowser. Um, <laughs> so this time we decided, well, we're going to do it, we're going to do it right, and uh, we ended up getting two dogs at the rescue last fr- our, on Friday, today being Sunday, so kind of been busy getting them acclimated to the house and the family and mm-hmm. the neighborhood and they're two very uh they're young dogs they're about 2 to 3 years old and uh uh they're still uh, but they're very well behaved. Uh it's amazing. Um usually at least not yet. Uh maybe they might when they get out of their shell shock we might need to think about it but uh, usually, because we live on a busy street, we would have them on a leash. These two are just staying right in the yard and not going anywhere without a leash, so it's kind of... Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it's nice, and uh, they're both housebroken already, and, you know, so... Nice. Uh, yeah, so... and uh, so, What did they... So what, what did you call them? Uh, we called them Buffy and Willa. Nice. <laughs> so... They're both girls, so uh, we were trying to come up with kind of uh, cool girl names and, uh, you know, kind of a pair or duo thing. And that's what I was like, okay, that works. So, mm. you know, and they're both, uh, they both seem very uh, smart. And we actually, I was out today buying uh, nanny cams. <laughs> okay. So, so we see get, what they're doing when you're out. Yes. mmm so,
2: doesn't the uh, doesn't the Alexa show thing let you do
1: that now? Uh, y- maybe yes. I th- uh, you can. Po- I guess you can look in on your own house, but um, that thing is big, and it's sort of angled up.
2: Right. Okay. So it's more for people. <laughs> yeah. It's and more. It's not, more it's for headshots
1: hurdles. than. Hmm uh so uh, we found a couple of uh wi- uh wireless cameras for like 70 bucks and you know uh there's an app and then you can, this one actually has a uh, you can actually rotate 360 degrees so cool so i set up one and looking figuring out where if we need the second one and if so where so mm. but, um but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to. Any uh, news from your end of the woods? Um, no, nothing exciting
2: for yeah. me. Just walking away. I I so saw we'll...
1: Black Panther for a third time. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Did you uh, do you see the bit that you slept through? <laughs> I think I've seen almost almost the entire movie. I still think there's part of the uh, Singapore scene. Is it Singapore or South Korea? that i oh, okay. I think it's south korea i i, I think because it's you know it's such leading up to that scene is kind of boring mm. and that scene I, is really good though yeah and there's part of that i just keep missing and well it'll be on blu-ray by memorial day so
2: I missed a tiny bit of the movie when uh, I had to take the one into the toilet. She's not quite old enough to, to go by herself yet. So uh, so we missed just the, the point just before uh, Black Panther returns to Wakanda, just as he's going to see, what's his face? Killmonger. Okay. When <laughs> we got back, it was just
1: a big fight. Okay. <laughs> So, um, before we get into news, there is actually a new Marvel game that's come out since, uh, we last recorded, or it might have been out just before, uh, we recorded that I didn't talk about. Yeah. So I've heard you talking about this one a little bit on the B team. What's, what's it called again? It's called Marvel Strike Force.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, a, it's a, it's a mobile game. It's on, you know, it's on Android. It's on, uh, a- a- iTunes. Um, <coughs> What it is is uh, a turn-based RPG, I guess is the best way to put it. There's Mm -hmm. different storylines. There's different, uh, you know, different adventures. Um, Like one is, one you can only use heroes. One you can only use villains. The third story path, you can use both. There's a fourth one that I just opened up that's for higher level characters. Um then there's other modes that open up along the way, uh, challenges where you earn certain. There's a ton of different currencies in this game, so I mean, you know, you're always looking for widgets and bobbles and this and that and the other <laughs> thing. Um, so, you know, it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not just going to boost Spider-Man to the max level because he's only good on you know, these two or three missions, and I need a team for these other five. You know, you need a team of bashers. You need a team of uh, shooters. You need, you know, uh, protectors and healers was one, I think. So, um, and then there are, le- you know, there's a ladder board. You can work your way up and earn more, more loot. There's a- another mode where as you you're taking on other teams, uh, most of it so everything I've seen so far is um, asynchronous uh, player versus player. so you're not actually playing the other uh, person. Um, but uh, you know there's a lot to do in the game and it's, uh, it's actually taken me away from puzzle quest to an extent.
2: Oh my God. <laughs>
1: yeah. Although uh, there's a good uh, alliance event going on this weekend for Thanos. But um, I actually missed two sections, not because of Strike Force, but because I was adopting dogs and dealing with the morning after of adopting dogs and things like <laughs> that. But uh, um, yeah, so, uh, you know. It's a free to play game. Uh, the paywall is fairly non-existent. Um, you can buy I mean as long as you're you're fine with, you know, you play for a half hour to an hour and then put the game down for uh, uh, you know, you know go to work and come back and things will be restored or whatnot um, or check in at lunch. Um, as long as you're okay with that, you really don't have to spend any money on the game. I, uh, the initial week um, it launched, they had a special offer where you could get uh, a three-star Captain America for ten bucks, along with a bunch of uh, other stuff to, uh, you know, level up currencies and whatnot. Um, and I did that, um, but a. You don't have to, although Captain America is a pretty uh, decent character. Um, you can just uh, plug away at it, and uh, eventually you'll unlock characters. Now, the, uh, there are a lot of generic characters, like uh, Hand Assassin and uh, Hydra Sniper. Um, mm-hmm. But you actually, you actually do need those characters to an extent for some of the... Skill challenge missions, but uh, there are there's a pretty decent selection of Marvel heroes, and I think they're they're adding more as time goes on, like any good game. So,
2: yeah, I think I'll give this one a miss.
1: Not into the. I mean, I know there's been other ones in the past, and the other ones in the past for some reason I never. Hooked into the you know the real time RPGs and whatnot, uh, or the the turn based RPGs. This one works. I don't know if it's because it's absolutely gorgeous or what, Hmm. but um, this one works really well.
2: Yeah, I think I'm just not and not so much into playing the the regular play games anymore (laughs) on the phone. Got burned out by Puzzle Quest. That's what I was. Alright. Well, well Puzzle so, course, is uh, a match three. Over this a, is completely over a different. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I know. I, w- I watched some gameplay of it. Um, um, it I mean, it looks it looks nice enough in that, but uh, just that whole grind of the points and getting all the currencies and mm. recruiting the characters and leveling them up. Oh, I'm just not into that. Again. <laughs> 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 I think it, it kind of like... Uh, it, from what you were talking about, it reminds me of uh, Future Fight a little bit, but with a different gameplay mechanic. Uh,
1: future Fight was more um, action based. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like all the apart from the, the mm-hmm. actual
2: bit of the gameplay, like all the other stuff, like getting the crystals and mm-hmm. the, the, the the ISO and leveling the guys up and all that. It, that all seems rather similar.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, aren't all those aren't all those uh, mobile games like yeah. that? I mean, yeah, uh, they just drown you in currencies.
2: At least the gameplay is different on this one because, like the, the Marvel Future Fight, like that is almost a carbon copy of at least ten other different skinned games that are for different licenses. Because there's like a Star Wars one that's the same as that. There's like Dragon Ball Z. So many of those ones are the same. So this one seems at least that
1: part of it's a bit different. So. You got to give them that at least. Yeah, but I mean, there was what Avengers, whatever, and uh, there are a few of them, and they were very similar to this. I don't know. I this... Remember, it was Avengers Alliance, was the Facebook yeah. game. Yep, yep. I remember. Yep. So, um, like I said, for some reason, this one, so far as it's hooked into me, pretty, uh, pretty big. Um, so. It's it's definitely uh, you know like I said uh, if you're if you're looking for something it's worth checking out and there's a shitload yeah. of shield agents is uh, Coulson in it? No, but Quake is. Okay.
2: Why not Coulson.
1: Not yet. Makes sense. <laughs> if
2: you are looking for something more substantial, play God of War. Oh yeah, that's all I'm
1: say. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I've never played a God of War game.
2: You don't need to. This is like a, almost a reboot. reboot. Yeah. It, it isn't a reboot, but like uh, you could easily play it without having any knowledge of any of the previous games and be absolutely fine.
1: Okay. I, I'm toying with it, but uh, right now it's um, it's time thing. It's more of a time thing right now for me. Yeah. Especially with uh, two little monsters running around the house. That's it. <laughs> So, but, all right, uh, let's get into some news. What do we have, Andy?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's only a couple of things. Um, Obviously, we're trying to steer very, very clear of uh, anything to do with Avengers Infinity War, because it comes out in about four days over here, five days
1: for you. Five days. I got Friday off. Nice. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, I'm going to try and get a good night's sleep and have a cup of coffee before I get there. Add a cup of coffee while you're we there as well. Mm. <laughs> Red Bull? Kind of Red Bull? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not an energy, energy g- yeah. drink guy.
2: <laughs> what, is it, what is it people take over here for when they're studying and they need to stay
1: awake longer? Pro Plus? No do- do you no Pro does. Plus over there? <laughs> I think we call it No dose <laughs> over here.
2: Right, okay. It's basically like a tablet that's caffeine and sugar.
1: Yeah. No
2: dose. That's what you need, Chip. No dose. Uh But yeah, so we'll try to steer clear of that. Um, anything to do with that because there is the possibility of spoilers. Some people will have seen it by now and mm. I don't really want to ch- you chance even seeing anything that's a spoiler or a potential spoiler. I can't wait till GameSpot manages to spoil something for me the day it comes out. <laughs> by having a <laughs> by having a, a spoiler in the uh the image for their article about it. We always do that. Um <laughs> But there's a couple of bits and pieces about Avengers four that we can talk about that are not spoiler related to Infinity War, so mm. uh, so what we're what we're hearing is that uh Cassie Lang has been cast for Avengers Four. Now Cassie Lang has been in Ant Man and is gonna be in uh Ant Man and the Wasp. And she's played by like a ten year old actress, I think it's uh Abby Ryder, mm-hmm. Abby Ryder Fortson, sorry, and uh, but she's been recast for uh, for Avengers Four, and she's going to be uh, a slightly older Carol Um She's going to be played by Emma Fuhrman, who is around uh, right about sixteen. So that would indicate a bit of a time jump. Yes, it would. At least, at least, probably six years. You <laughs> would there, thereabouts. Um, so, it be interesting to see how that all pans out. I think, do you, here's my question about Infinity War that I've got for you. Do you think they reveal the title for Avengers 4 at the end of Infinity War? Yes. Like, that's the post credit stinger? Yes. Okay, cool. That's going to be the hard spoiler to avoid, I think.
1: Well, when are you
2: expecting to see it? Well, hopefully either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Okay. One, one of those. Or Sunday at
1: the latest. Yeah, because we both know people that think that uh, twenty-four hours is plenty enough time for uh, before uh, spoiling something. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) and you know it's like no, 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 no. You know, I me a month for a movie like this. It'd be a month. Television show, eh, a week. Yeah, for I mean,
2: for a movie like this, it de- I think it depends. If if you can, if you tag something with a spoiler warning, like for example, like if we did a spoiler cast on it, that sort of thing, I think that's fine to talk with, basically anytime. But um, but for just general things, then yeah, yeah, probably a month, like or at least a couple of weeks. Although although Ali does not abide by this rule. <laughs> like we, <laughs> so so uh, there's no point in me even trying on, on 42. We will, I guarantee you that there will be spoilers for this as soon as it comes out. Well, as soon as Ali's seen it. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know I I I got people need time to see things. But that's yeah. my take. So yeah, well, that's how we that's how we work here.
2: We we wait some yeah. time.
1: <laughs> we're going to give people time well
2: a lot of time because we're so backlogged <laughs> um, alright what else we got Um. there was like uh, there, was, there was a couple of things on, uh, from twitter Um Agents of Shield uh, season 5 finished filming
1: ok and I think uh, they did still- two endings you think they did yeah yeah, I mean rumor has it and I you know, I'm I'm kind of on blackout on Shield obviously cuz I I mean it's mm-hmm. such a good story this uh this time around. Um I know, I mean I've heard the uh, rumors for what the title of the final episode is this season.
2: Is it a spoiler to say what it is or? Kind of. Okay. Let's let's not say it then. <laughs> so Um, is it is it called the end (laughs) okay (laughs) you said it because that would that would that would be sad uh that's was that what was was that the rumor that is the rumor i thought we did we already have an episode called the end there was the beginning of the end i'm sure
1: okay so maybe you know hopefully this is a you know uh, this could be the end
2: the end of the beginning. Yeah. It was an episode called that. Hmm. Okay. But I mean, it could be just be the end of the story arc. Yeah.
1: That's what well, we're end of
2: Or the end of this world, and then we go off to some other world. A more interesting one. Like, uh, I don't know, we could, they could go to nowhere. See Cosmo.
1: Yeah, I don't need space agents as S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs>
2: Yeah, end of the beginning was season one, episode sixteen of uh Shield.
1: End of the beginning, so this would be the end of this would be the end. Hmm. I don't know. We'll uh yeah. Uh the the story just keeps getting better and better though. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um did we oh, ha-
2: well, well. Well, then they, had, then they had the episode, called, which season one, episode 22, was called The Beginning of the End. That's what I'm thinking of. Right? All
0: right.
2: So they had End of the Beginning and then Beginning of the End. So <laughs> that's strange, but okay. But they could call it the E-N-D, and E-N-D could mean something. True. Because they've done things like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't really see much else. Um, Spider Man got its release date for PS4. I don't think we mentioned that last week.
1: Okay, what, what is it?
2: Uh, it's coming out in June. I think it's June the. Oh, I'm just grabbing it. Uh, no, sorry, September 7th. Why did I think June? I, I September like... 7th it's coming
1: out. Uh, and it looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, because it's been a while since we've had a true Marvel game.
2: Um, yeah, I mean they did those Telltale, like the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game, but mm. honestly, not that much. Like, it doesn't really do justice to Guardians of the Galaxy as a franchise or a comic book or a movie or anything. It's, it feels very uh, empty. Be honest, <laughs> they tried and they failed to capture the spirit of the guardians. And what what were the other recent ones did, like the the proper ones, um, like Amazing Spider-Man Two, probably was the last one before that, which was awful.
1: The first Amazing Spider-Man the game first, was very good. The first good one was good. The second one was meh.
2: It was it was not. It was worse than meh. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> A horrible, horrible game. But hopefully they've. Uh, th- this one's made by Insomniac, who made uh, the infamous series. So they've already made several very, very good superhero games. So giving them like a license like Spider-Man is quite exciting.
1: So hopefully this one'll be good. So, I got a story here about Cloak and Dagger. Okay just to move things along here. Um, and this one actually ties into uh, Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. And one of those is Roxxon Oil will be playing a big role, or Roxxon Oil, which was big in uh, Agent Carter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with uh, Ray Wise and his Hello Darling li- uh, loop. Thats right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, So apparently they are going to be a big part um uh, in the series itself and the uh, the showrunner did say that they did study Agent Carter um, when uh, in terms of what they were doing with rocks in this. And Cybertech, which was a division of Rockson Oil that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is also going to be in there.
2: Okay. I mean, Rockson's been Mm -hmm. around quite a lot. Like, pretty pretty much most of the petrol stations you see, or gas stations, sorry, that you see in in the MCU are Rockson. Mm-hmm. So they've been in and around there.
1: But at least they were,
2: they were in an episode of Shield as well. They, oh, yeah. There was uh, there was a couple of things through with Roxanne and whatnot.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, uh, they've been they've they are a part of the MCU uh, backdrop throughout uh, the movies and the television shows. Hmm. Yep. Um. Okay, what else do we want here? I'm staying away from the Infinity War stuff. Uh, there are decent rumors uh, that you know, saying that S.H.I.E.L.D. will be back for a Season 6.
2: Mm, we'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping. So apprehensive.
1: And anything else I want to hit at... Our work on here. A lot of this is Avengers, and I just don't... uh, Elizabeth Olsen wants a uh, Avengers uh, House of M movie. Nice.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean, House of M was a good storyline.
1: And, uh... So, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, kind of a plot spoiler, is going to focus on finding, uh... Janet
2: Van Dyne. Yeah, I mean, we kind of thought that, though, anyway. Yeah. That that was kind of hinted at in the first movie, so... That'll be interesting. I mean, we could see them going more to the quantum realm. Uh, There is a, a very, very brief Easter egg of Janet Van Dyne when Scott Lang goes into the quantum realm, so... She has already been, like, seen in there. So he presumably will remember that and go... Oh, shit, yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you. See, while I was in that quantum realm, I seen your uh, your wife. You want to go and get her? And that's how the movie will go. <laughs> the,
1: the trailers I've seen, uh, I'm really psyched to see uh, Ant-Man and a Wasp. Yeah, me too. The, the The one thing that I don't like about it is that
2: they both have to wear helmets all the time. Mm-hmm. When they're doing their cool, like shrinking, mm-hmm. when when they're shrunk down, they have to wear a helmet, which, like, kind of, it kind of negates the way they are in the comic books. Because in the comic books, like, Ant Man does wear a helmet, but it's not like the, the helmet that he wears in this. It doesn't cover his entire face; it only covers a bit of his face. And Wasp never wears a helmet ever. True. I mean. Wasp always has like funky haircuts. Mm-hmm. Like, never ever wears a helmet. So it's kind of strange to see her wearing a helmet.
1: So the so so the Russo brothers are saying uh, we will not be getting the title of Avengers 4 anytime soon.
2: Yeah, but they could just be saying that because they wouldn't, like, see if they were announcing the title for Avengers 4, even in the text screens and mm. the premiere and stuff like that. Like, mm. they've done this before where they've they've taken away the stingers, True. like, the, the post-credit scenes they haven't showed them. Or they've put in, like, different things. So I, I think that this might just be one of the things that's, like, added... To the real, like the last second sort of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and so people will only see it when it actually airs at the cinema. Possibly, that would work because they always do it. Like they go, "Oh, Black Panther will return," like uh, Tony Stark will return in Avengers: Age of Ultron, that sort of stuff.
1: The only thing is because I guess they the title uh, contains. Uh they're saying the title contains spoilers for Avengers: Infinity War. Yep, um, is they're they're not it's, they're not going to put it in as a stinger because then it would be spoiled on the internet when the first pe- people get out of the movie.
2: That's true, but what a cool way to reveal the title for your movie? <laughs> <laughs> like that would be fucking cool. But like people and people just need to shut up. They need to just not not talk about it. H- how about this?
1: ant-man and the wasp will return in avengers for uh the secret wars yeah i mean it could be that what do you think it will
2: be like avengers 4
1: well i know there was uh there were some other articles i read over the last week or so um where they're saying that the last fox marvel movie is now going to be dark phoenix And that basically, all the people that have worked on the Fox Marvel movies have been given their walking papers or are being reassigned. Yeah, I mean it's not that surprising. I mean that deal hasn't quite
2: been ratified yet, but they're expecting that by what, like next summer? I think they said it will be.
1: I think by the end of the year, hopefully. Yeah. So, um. Do I think it could be Secret Wars? Uh, considering that basically the filming of Avengers Four is done,
0: hmm.
1: probably not. Because uh, if you're going to do the Secret Wars, and now you have the Fantastic Four and you have um, the X Men, and almost your almost everybody in your entire universe back under your uh, your roof. I think um, I don't think it can be. I don't think it can be Secret Wars.
2: Could be so many different things. They might do like uh, Avengers Disassembled, something like that. Could be. You, here's my one question I've got for you about Infinity War, and <laughs> then we'll move on. Right. Um, does Captain America? finally see Avengers Assemble in this movie.
1: <laughs> you know, I watched oh. Avengers the other I watched uh Avengers Assemble last week uh or whatever they called the first one Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um and uh he didn't I thought he said it in there. He didn't. No. Okay, then the, uh, it would be nice very... if he said it before he mm. dies. Oops,
2: spoiler. <laughs> well, I mean, he might die, he might not die, or he might die and then be brought back by uh, some mad infinity stone. But no, no, the closest he gets to saying it is at the end of, I think it's Age of Ultron maybe, and um, when they put together the new team with like the uh, Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch and that mm. in it, and he says, he, he, turn, he kind of turns songs to the camera and says Avengers, and then, the, and then it fades, like it goes to titles, uh, but he doesn't actually say Avengers Assemble, so he's never said it. No, like it's never been said. It's very strange actually because the uh, the first Avengers movie over here was called Avengers Assemble, mm-hmm. and they never said Avengers Assemble in the movie. Um, but it was called that because of the old uh, movie called The Avengers, Avengers
1: right? Yeah, the sixties television show.
2: Yeah, which I believe was that uh, there was a newer, updated film of that with mm-hmm. I think it was Uma Thurman was in it. Yep, and. Th- People did like when they released it over here. I don't know why they didn't do over there, but they didn't want people to get confused between that and, and the Avengers.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, as a kid, you know, I, I would uh read the TV guide to see what was on uh mm. each week to see if there's anything uh you know special because back then you know we didn't have DVRs and online yeah. guides and whatnot. Um, and I always I saw I saw that there was a show called The Avengers, and I always wanted to see it, because I thought it was my Avengers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> how disappointed you would have been. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was always on, like, at two in the morning or something.
0: Mm.
1: So I never got to see it. It's funny how that just went totally, like,
2: that's never even been mentioned <laughs> since the Avengers movies got big. Like, ah, uh, yeah, that property's dead now. <laughs> it can never come back. No. I think it's been buried.
1: But yeah, any other news that you you saw? No, I think that's about it. We can move on. Cool. So, Andy, let's start with this week's episode. Uh, our, uh, we are doing episode, what, 12, I believe? 14? It
2: 14, is. Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, of this season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it was entitled what? It was called The Devil Complex.
2: Alright. So uh, this episode kicked off with the Spaceman forming. uh, seemingly a fear manifestation. These are still happening. How long will the fear manifestations go on for and how many callbacks can we get out of them? That's what we're trying here. (laughs) Um, this one is a callback to the astronaut from Maveth mm-hmm. which I didn't even realize <laughs> I was like oh yeah so it is okay. um, I, we then see uh, Fitz lamenting some of the things that he's missing from back home like hobnobs and maltesers <laughs> and twiglets things that ever everybody his, over here has.
1: has no idea what the hell he was talking about
2: so hobnobs are like uh, hobnobs are biscuits with like oats in them. They're actually very nice, very very sweet. Um, good for dunking in tea. Okay. Uh, malt mal- You don't have teasers. Oh, well, they're not
1: called Maltesers. Wow,
2: well, you've never you've never lived if you've never had Maltesers. Oh my god. <laughs> I need to ship you Maltesers, Ship a box of teasers. Um, Maltesers are like a uh, circular chocolate. Co- uh, Chocolate balls with uh, the inside of them is kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of malted, crunchy, milk. Yeah. malted milk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they call them something else over here, not milk duds. Uh, they might just call them malted milk balls. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> Maltesers, oh my God. I'll have to Google because, I, I mean, I haven't eaten them in years, but yes.
2: American Whoppers.
1: Yes, Whoppers. There you go. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Whoppers. Whoppers. That's a bad name. That's a bad name for it. A Whopper <laughs> is not... a burger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Maltesers doesn't sound all that uh, pleasant either.
2: Oh, You should see the advertising campaigns of these things over here. Like they're, they're huge. I can't believe you don't have them over there. That's mad.
1: Well, well we that, do. The, we that, do. We have Whoppers. Behind.
2: No, but they're not called Maltesers. And like over here, they're in like a red packet. And like I just looked up the the whoppers, and it's like a white. It's in a white packet. Oh, that's that's unappealing. Maltesers all the way. Out of a bo- out of a box is the only way to eat them. They're, they they taste much better because you can buy them in like a plastic like a plastic bag, mm. um, or you can buy them in like a, a, a cardboard box. The box ones taste way better for some reason. Okay. It, twiglets are horrible, like <laughs> honestly <laughs> disgusting. Um, have, have, have you ever had knickknacks? I don't know if you get those over there.
1: What are they? they aren't called knickknacks.
2: They're sort of like a corn-based like snack, but twiglets are basically kind of like that. They're they're like they do look like twigs, except they're covered in like essentially what tastes like marmite.
1: So the twig, uh, these twi- twiglets, oh, they look like twigs because I was thinking Fritos, corn, which are corn chips.
2: And uh, no, they do look like twigs, like like small twigs, maybe like a couple inches long, mm. and they taste like marmite. They're horrible. I don't even I know, know what, what marmite is. is. Oh, yeah, uh, like Vegemite.
1: Yeah, that's Australian. <laughs>
2: Um yeah, so maybe we don't have that over there. Oh this <laughs> is coming out with all the pressures. I wonder if you have an equivalent. <laughs> no, you don't get twiglets in America. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, you wouldn't like marmite. Marmite's horrible. Twiglets are also horrible. They just taste foul. Disgusting. <laughs> don't, don't You don't even want those. However, multis and Hobnobs, those are both good. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fitz, uh, Fitz doesn't know how to compress the gravitonium. Because basically it doesn't fit inside the uh, the little ball that we need to fit it into. Why wouldn't you just make a bigger ball? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like... Let's just make a bigger ball, and it'll be fine. <laughs> or just. Why don't they just see the briefcase they've got in right now? Chuck that in it, it'll be fine. True. I was a bit confused, but maybe they need to manipulate it and make it, I don't know, explode in some sort of way, so that it will actually activate. But it didn't seem that way when they did it before. It seemed to just go in and, okay.
1: So Shield I don't know logic. why I need
2: this. Yeah, if this special ball thing to release it, but anyway... Um. So they if they kind of talk about wishes as well. Like if they had mm-hmm. if they had one wish, what would they wish for? And if it says that you would wish for an extra day between Saturday and Sunday, well, that
1: is a good wish. Yes, sure. I, thought, I I like that. I I was like, wow, that that's deep. <laughs> yeah, like
2: you always think like when when somebody asks you that question, you're like, oh, what would you wish for? You're always like, oh, infinite money, immortality. Like f- flying, invisibility, that sort of stuff. But Fitz just wants an extra day between mm. Saturday and Sunday, which is a very like
1: down-to-earth
2: mm. thing, but I've never thought of that, b- yeah. that before. I'm like, yeah, that would be great. I would love that.
1: The man would just That'd make so you work good. it anyways.
2: Yeah, you would then work six days and have two days off. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we kidding? That's it. <laughs> um, Simmons, though, has many wishes. She uh, would wish to speak any language. Or uh, go on a honeymoon, or uh, wish for a pony, or wish to fly, or or maybe maybe a maybe flying a, pony. Or
1: maybe a flying pony.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, most of those things you wouldn't really have to wish for. You could you could just do any of those. Like maybe you're not speaking any language, but you could you could learn mm-hmm. a good gist of most of the languages mm-hmm. in your lifetime.
1: Well, uh, it seems that uh, Fitz gave her a dirty look when he, she said honeymoon. Mm-hmm.
2: He'll take her on a honeymoon sooner yeah, or later. It's like,
1: oh, Jesus, are you going to bring this up again? <laughs> yeah, nag, I mean, nag, they're... nag. Welcome <laughs> to Married Life, Fits. To be fair, they're wanted fugitives. Yeah, I, yeah, so, I mean, there's like, a they, can't really go they haven't gone on a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, well, once this is all
2: cleared up and they're in the clear, like they, they can, can go on go honeymoon and have a nice Moon. holiday. They, where would they go? I think they would go to Disneyland. There you go. Tahiti. Tahiti.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they wouldn't go to Tahiti. Do, do, go St-
1: <laughs> so, do shield agents get the employee discount at Disney? They have to surely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they are uh, technically they are Disney employees, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She, uh, she. Disney owns Marvel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Marvel is a Disney property, or uh, D- uh, Shield is a Disney property. So that means that uh, Sh- Agents of Shield should get uh, L- the employee discount at uh, all parks, parks and attractions.
2: Yeah, I-, I think that in actual reality, where they would, where they would really want to go, would be like uh, the Avengers headquarters, or to go and see like Tony Stark. That's where I think they would they would really want to go because they are scientists yeah. after all. Because they go and to meet Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, like that would be like their ultimate honeymoon. I don't
1: know. I, I, Bruce, I think, I to think... get to
2: meet Bruce Banner, yeah. I think they would love to meet Bruce Banner. Like maybe not maybe not so much Tony Stark. I mean, he, he's more of a technician than a scientist. But like uh, to get to meet Bruce Banner, like Fitz would love to, to meet
1: him. Well, do you? Th- but the thing is, maybe they just want to get away from all of that and, mm. yeah, bump uglies in Tahiti or something for a week. <laughs>
0: That's
1: it. Fitz could take her home. Yeah, to meet his mum and
2: not his dad, because <laughs> his dad was uh, not a nice man, if you remember, a douchebag. Yep. Uh, so um, at this point. I- the spaceman then jump, comes in and attacks Simmons. And uh, after a bit of a scuffle, she manages to kill it. Um, meanwhile, Max running some tests on Yoyo's new arm. And it's not, like, it's a prototype at this point. So she's just kind of hooked up to it with wires and whatnot. Um, but any time when she's trying to use it, it's giving her quite a lot of pain. So, so she needs to wait a little bit longer until she's uh, until her arms are fueled a bit more. Because it's been a very, very short amount of time since she had her arms cut off.
1: Yeah, she's got a lot of therapy ahead of her.
2: hmm uh, But she, she kind of wants to get back into the, the like the swinging things straight away. Um, I think she's just bored, to be honest. Like, mm. because she, especially because she's got that power where she can just zap about. Just, zip, um, she just hates sitting about doing yeah. nothing. So she's like really frustrated by just being told to no, just rest and uh rest and heal. She's like, no, I need to do something, and uh, she wants to like uh, monitor the monitor the monitors. <laughs> she wants to keep an eye on the monitors to watch for any anomalies. And Max's like, yeah, may- maybe, maybe soon. Okay, not yet. Okay. Uh, Fitz then asks Deke for some advice on the gravitonium. Um, he knows absolutely nothing about it. Essentially, like he just used the the belt to get him out of sticky situations here and there. Um, and he is acting very very weird in amongst this. Because, like, when Fitz asks him, he's just standing there, like, staring at his face. And, like, hello, Deke, come in. <laughs> but he's he's just, uh, he's still kind of stunned by the by him realizing that this is his grand grander.
1: Yes.
0: Because, I uh, mean, th- not hmm.
1: much time has passed. I mean, since he figured that out. Yeah, yeah, So it's only been
2: maybe a day or two. I don't even think that, but... Oh, yeah, because it would have been after the wedding, yeah, so it would have been probably maybe a day. Yeah. Maybe a day then, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Fitz, uh, Fitz decides that he wants to find some of uh, Franklin Hall's original notes in the gravitorium because this might give him some insight into how they might be able to manipulate it. And uh, <laughs> Simmons says that to uh, Deke, have, some, have faith or, Zan- or Xanax, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> Uh, Deke says that he has invested in Fitzsimmons as a couple. <laughs> Aren't we all at this point?
1: Come on. <laughs> True. But yeah, he he, <laughs> he probably has a slight slightly more uh personal reason to make sure these crazy kids make it.
2: Yeah, cuz I mean, if like if they don't, like if they don't keep stay together then do you, do you think he would like fade out of existence? Yes. Like, similar to like uh what we see in like Back to the Future. Well, like the, the picture yeah, and stuff like, like that. that. First yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they if they might try to use that in later episodes. Or or you could you could think because he's already been pulled out of that he's already here in this timeline, so that timeline has already happened. Mm. And then if this timeline goes differently, then that skews off into a new timeline.
1: True. Time travel is confusing.
0: Yes, which is why <laughs> anyway, we stay away
1: from it as much as possible. There's a reason why yeah, we don't do a legions of our Legends of Tomorrow uh, podcast.
2: <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be an episode I'm sure coming up soon where time travel plays like a big part in it, and they have to sit down and and go through all the different permutations of what could happen. Um. Because, I mean, we saw bits and pieces of it already, um, and Fitz has already mentioned it a few times, that, oh, have we already tried this? Have we gone back and tried this already, and it didn't work? Or is this just the first time we're trying it? Or have we already failed? We don't know. Have we done it hundreds of thousands of times? Don't know. So I think there's going to be, they've kind of hinted at that already, so I think we might see more of that in, uh, in the future. As we get closer to the point of like the Earth blown up, mm-hmm. I think we'll see more of that. And that could be like yeah, what we're talking about. If if they filmed two different endings, they might show both. And, like <laughs> there's the there's the one ending that happened one of the times they did it, and then here's the other ending that happened the
1: time when they came back this time. <laughs> like who knows? So for the box set for the season, did they put both mm-hmm. endings on? Huh?
2: I mean, I think we, I think we see both endings in the episode. You could actually do that. I, I think they show one in the first, like one before you know how they show like a little bit of the episode, and then they have like the, the logos and that come up. Mm-hmm. I think they'll show the ending there, and then they'll show how they changed the ending in like the last episode, and then it will ha- have a very slightly different ending, which will lead to the Earth not blowing up, hopefully. We <laughs> hope the Earth doesn't blow <laughs> up. Because that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Daisy has managed to track down General Hale. Uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team then goes and kidnaps her on the Quinjet, which was very, very funny, actually, because uh, she's just, like, driving along the road with her driver on the phone to somebody, and uh, all of a sudden there's just, like, a bump in the road, essentially, and then the car is just inside the Quinjet. <laughs> Or the was it, is it not was was it the Zephyr? Yes. Yeah, sorry, the Zephyr. So <laughs> the car's just inside the Zephyr. You're like, okay. <laughs> that was a smart, smart bit of kidnapping, like <laughs> could have could have gone like really badly. <laughs> you could have killed them quite easily. Um, but yeah, this intel came from uh, Piper and some of her contacts that she had within the uh, within the military. Which was a red flag for me. Mm. Like, hmm, Piper's been a reliable source of intel so far. Not for that Piper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Deke goes to see Fitz, and he offers to help him uh, work on uh, the a robot that he's he's working on. And he's kind of like, "What are you doing to this robot? Like, I thought you were supposed to be working on its arm." And he's like, messing around with its torso, and and Fitz just turns around and knocks him out with a, I think it's a wrench. Yeah, so, or a club, like, or, or, yeah, a wrench, or a hammer, or something. Something like that, yeah, and uh, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Why is Fitz knocking him out? And it, Fitz then kind of turns around and, like, takes off his helmet, and uh, he he then takes off his, like, overalls that he's wearing, and he's wearing a suit. And we see that it's Fitz from the framework seemingly come to life as a fear manifestation. Uh-oh.
1: I didn't think we'd ever see this Fitz again. No. And it was a, it was, a, it was cool that they brought him back, and it was a cool way to bring him back.
2: Yeah, it was. It was really interesting. We'll, we'll get more into like how interesting it is in, mm. a, in a bit. Um, so we then see Coulson interrogating Hale, who says that she's just doing her job, and she claims that she's trying to pre- prevent their extinction. I'm like, okay, well, that seems to be actually the same thing that Shield is working towards. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're. Like the causes are more aligned than we thought. Uh, meanwhile, two cameras get knocked out, and Daisy goes to investigate these. And we see that Fitz is kind of struggling to come up with a with a solution to the, the problem of the gravitonium. You can't you can't get his head around it at all. Um, you can't work out a way to get the gravitonium inside the ball. Make a bigger ball, Fitz. That's your <laughs> only solution. Like, come on, how can you not think of this? <laughs> um, but yeah, enter enter framework Fitz or Leopold. Um, he says he's, he's there to do what Fitz is unwilling to do, and we have the kind of Fitz versus Fitz stare down. And he kind of like he kind of goes to take a swing at him at one point, and, ste- and just kind of sidesteps. him. It's kind of a strange sort of scene, to be honest, but uh, in- interesting to see them like conversing with each other. Mm-hmm. This
1: is uh,
2: a d- decent uh, bit of acting. Yeah, yeah, it's because they're, I mean, they're such different characters, like, absolutely vastly different, especially the way, the way Fitz is just now, he's kind of, he's like a little bit unhinged, because he's not mm-hmm. been sleeping a lot, and he's really, like, try, he's really, like, got the weight of the world on his shoulders, with regards to this Gravatorian problem, and the other Fitz is just, like, calm, cool, collected, and totally assured of, like, what
1: he's doing. Even though he's a bad fucking dude. <laughs> And kind of a yeah, a, and a deck, and a deck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, General Hill tells Colson that uh, she wants to take him with her so that she can show him like what he's up against, and maybe they can work together on this problem, at uh, saving the world sort of thing. And um, she says like, oh, she knew that they were tracking her phone, and uh, that her driver is actually Victor Creel, who we see has uh, turned himself to steel because the they, shield thought they'd knocked him out, but he was just sitting there
1: turned to steel the whole yeah, time. They, they, um, they can't move him. Yes. Yeah. We're having a problem it, with the w- with the driver.
2: He won't move. <laughs> but and they kind of thought he was a robot at first, but mm. it, yeah, no, it was not. It was uh, Victor Creel turned to steel. He also has uh, a bunch of C4 strapped to his chest, which he threatens to blow up if uh, if they don't release Hale. A Quinjet then comes at this point, Shield Quinjet or a a military Quinjet, anyway, and it turns out that this is uh, Anton Ivanov, aka the Superior, come back again, (laughs) seemingly to rescue Hale from Shield, which is very strange. Like, okay. They're doing all the callbacks, like every It seems like they're bringing back just about every single thing that's happened before in Shield.
1: Yeah, except Grant Ward.
2: Except Ward. I mean, maybe they're saving him for like the final episode. Maybe he's gonna. Oh my god! I just realised what the final episode is gonna be. Grant Ward's redemption. That's what it's gonna be called. Remember, it's called remember the I end. Way back. <laughs> it's remember called the end. That he was gonna get his redemption one day. It's gonna happen in the final episode. <laughs> It's gonna be titled Grant Ward's Redemption.
1: Yeah, the the, uh, the the end is just a a red herring, right?
2: The the end is actually like his superhero name. So like in the episode, what will happen is you you sh- this guy will show up and he'll be wearing a mask and You won't know who he is, and he will say, "Oh, my name's the end. I'm here to save the day." Blah blah blah. And then it'll turn out that it's Ward, and that's Redemption. There you go. <laughs> That's a crazy Andy theory for you. <laughs> no comment. Um, so... No comment. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, he, uh, one of the robots uh, is seemingly coming back to life um, and has uh, showed up and shot Mac in the leg. Uh, this wasn't an anom- anomaly because they managed to sh- get a few shots off at it and it didn't die, it just kind of hobbled away. So, we discover that. The framework Fitz has essentially rebuilt it and then set it loose. Uh, set it loose on them, which is very worrying. Uh, the Superior reveals that he is uh, he is stronger now and he's also immortal. Uh, how cool is that for an origin story, bro? <laughs> <laughs> which was which was a great line, and, yeah. and like you could tell, you could tell they had a fun with that line. Like you can't even keep a straight face when he's saying it. You're like, okay. Um, he he basically just shows up and says that okay I, I want uh, I want Hale and Creel back um, and if you don't give me them back Crew will uh, will blow up the uh, will blow up the ship and I'll be fine and Crew will be fine but the rest of you will all be dead. So, uh, <laughs> so the shield guys agree to agree to give them back. Uh, Simmons reveals reveals that a framework fits is her biggest fear. So that must be why he's there, and he must mm-hmm. be the fear man. Her fear of manifestation, and uh, Fitz realizes that frame the framework. Fitz must be after Daisy, because in the framework, he uh, as well as like creating the robots and whatnot and aid his body and things, he was also um, he was also very keen on the inhuman er- experimentation, and um, that's why he must have sent the robots after and uh, to get Yo-Yo seemingly, and uh, Fitz. The real Fitz decides that he he needs to go and find Daisy to try and help her. Uh, we then see Daisy investigating the cameras and she gets choked out by a robot. Now, did you not think that, like, Daisy was took
1: down a bit easy here? Mm, now that you're mentioning it, maybe a little bit, but at the same time, it's a robot. So it has uh, probably superior strength. Yep,
2: totally agree. But she does have like major shield training. Like uh, she has shield I, I training. If, I think if somebody like she would either notice as he was as the robot was about to grab her, mm. or as like when the robot did grab her, she would have at least tried to like flip him over or something like that. Like she wouldn't have just tr- kind of struggled for a few seconds and then passed out. Like she she is a fully trained shield agent at this point, who's supposed to be the future of shield. And she gets choked out by a robot in, like, two seconds. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't have her abilities either, so... I, I mean, I, w- I was okay with it. She doesn't have her abilities, but she
2: but she still has her training. Like, uh, I, I thought she should have put up more of a fight against this robot. I mean, but also, like, we could have had a fight in the episode, because mm. there wasn't really any fight here. You know? um, but anyway, um, so yeah, she gets choked out and then picked up and taken away by the robot. Uh, Coulson, meanwhile, does agree to go with Hale as long as she uh, lets the rest of the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys go unharmed. Which Hale agrees, to. So she's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, however, May is absolutely not fine with this. She is absolutely raging that uh, Coulson is going on a suicide mission again. Seemingly, he just doesn't care for his own well-being. And Coulson's like, well, look, if I don't do this, this you guys are still going to be in danger. Like, me doing this... Lets you guys get away.
0: that
2: has got free from from hell for now. Okay, well, but I mean, you know, the first thing that they're going to do is try and find it, find him, and he probably knows that as well. So he he's kind of like covering both bases. He's like, I know I'm going to be fine because you guys are going to come and rescue me anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, we then see Daisy waking up, strapped to a table with uh, framework fits over her. And he says that he's going to restore her powers by removing her uh, dampener. If you remember, when when they were in the future, Casillas installed like a power dampener thing like behind her ear, which is why she can't use her powers. And she's left it in, and not, they've not really bothered to try to remove it because they were worried about her uh, potentially uh, blowing up the world because, mm. after all, she was called the destroyer of worlds in the future. So they're like, okay, well, she doesn't have any powers. She can't become that. But seemingly, <laughs> framework fits wants to ha- have this happen and uh, take out her dampener so that she can become the destroyer world, worlds. Seemingly, um, when uh, when Coulson Coulson gets on the uh, the Quinjet, he has he's told that he's going to need to wear a hood. Um, we also find out that Hale is in control of the Superior, and not the other way about, and uh, we find that out because she reveals that she has the Superior's head in a jar. So he's kind of working as a lackey for her, almost.
1: Yeah, well, this is where uh, Coulson gets off the line. Uh, uh, I bet you she has your balls in a vice. <laughs> How's that for a cool origin, bro? <laughs> and yeah. that's when she goes, more like it, I have his head in a jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, I mean,
2: he doesn't have any other parts of his body left. It's just his head. In a jar, which is very strange to think of. I mean, remember we thought he was going to become Modok. Yeah. For a little time. He's definitely not smart enough to become Modok, but I, I do like this this character, and like it's interesting to me that he keeps coming back up because I, I do I really like this actor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's and he's got a really really good Russian accent, and they kind of poke fun about like about like a what a Russian invasion at one point as well. Oh, I missed that. Is, I think it was when he was coming to uh, when he was coming onto to the plane in the first place he said something about like, uh, a, some kind of Russian invasion, which is very apt considering what's going on in the world right now. Um, so Framework Fits uh, knows that Daisy's powers are what is needed to compress the gravitonium in order to seal the rift. So seemingly, uh, this is what he's trying to do. He's not trying to make her into the Destroyer of Worlds. He's trying to... Uh... Can you hear my new co-hosts? <laughs> yes, they're much more vocal than the old co-hosts. I like it. They obviously have an opinion on this. <laughs> yeah.
1: They <laughs> don't like Framework Fits, that's what I, I, it is. <laughs> I believe that's Willow. <laughs>
2: So yeah, Simula, uh Simula framework Fitz is uh, is trying to do the same thing that Fitz was doing. Um, solve the problem of the gravitonium, and he reckons that by using Daisy's powers, they would be able to compress the gravitonium, and that would be able to get it inside the ball, which would let them to uh, let them com- let them seal the rift. And he kind of Daisy's like, well, but what if I blow up the world? And he's like, well, but what if the rift is the thing that blows up the world, and like you compressing the gravitonium is the thing that stops it happening. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's like two similar but different theories. I mean it could be either one. And uh, Daisy's one is kind of like a, a, a not based in science and Fitz is based in science. So he's like yeah mine is more likely so let's try it this way. Uh, the real Fitz then comes in at this point and kind of tries to stop him. He's like oh what are you doing? Don't do that. And Daisy's like oh what's going on Fitz? I don't know what's happening. Um. Meanwhile, Mac is uh, being overprotective of Yo-Yo. And Yo-Yo's like, well, look, you don't need to be overprotective of me. I- I'm unkillable. I was around in the future. I can't be killed right now. I'm going to be fine. Uh, and if I do die, the the uh, the loop will be broken and the off won't, uh, won't end. So, do you know what I thought at that point? I was like, Mac, just turn around and shoot her. <laughs> Like, <laughs> And then that's it. The, the loop is broken. Done.
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> if you did see if goodbye did bitch that, <laughs> boom world <laughs> saved
2: but Let, let's test that theme. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i think if you did do that like if you turn around and like tried to file the gun like uh, it would ricochet or like the the gun would jam or something like that and it, it wouldn't go off so yeah seemingly she she seems to be unkillable at the moment although i mean it doesn't mean that she can't get injured more or 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 anything like that um so we then, we then cut back over to Daisy and Fit, the two Fitzes. And Daisy asks Fitz, who 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 are you talking to? Um, mm-hmm. And at this point, Simmons then comes in and we see that there's only one Fitz there. Which is a bit surprising because you're like, oh, where's the, the fear manifestation of a framework Fitz gone? Mm-hmm. And it turns out that the framework Fitz was never there. And Fitz realises this and he realises that it was just him all along he was he was being framework fits mm-hmm. and and real fits at the same time so like uh, we see a kind of montage of what he's done through the episode so he knocked Deke out and then programmed the robot to go after uh, Yo-Yo and Matt keep them busy and he knocked out the cameras so he could isolate Daisy and we see him as well like uh, <laughs> taking a swing at thin air rather than, like, taking a swing at himself. Uh, Simmons tells him to let Daisy go. And uh, at this point, the robot comes in with Deke and uh, holds Deke and Simmons at gunpoint so Fitz can finish the operation. And Fitz... Fitz, even though he seems to have snapped out of it and gone back to his normal Fitz persona, he's like, the science behind this is sound, and there are always some risks involved. And... (laughs) And uh, someone says to him, well, "Well, potentially paralyzing Daisy or destroying the world are pretty big risks." And he's just like, "Well, I hope it doesn't happen."
0: Like, okay,
2: <laughs> and he just kind of says to Daisy that he doesn't want to do this, but he has to. And uh, Daisy basically tells him that she'll never forgive him if he does this.
1: She, uh, uh it was a—I don't know—the way she was crying, the way—I uh, mean—it was just uh, just a great acting job. Uh, that it, Daisy it was. did. Uh, I mean, it, you, you felt for her.
2: Yeah, she was. A, she was a good victim. Like I don't think we've mm-hmm. seen Daisy like like this too often. Like um, I know she's not got her powers just now, but like she's essentially totally powerless here. Like and she's totally at the mercy of Fitz. It, like uh, it reminded me of like you you know when you see these like uh, horror movies, like the this, this Saw franchise mm-hmm. and like Hostel and things like that, when you've got like the helpless. Uh, the helpless victim being strapped to a table and like mm-hmm. uh, and tortured essentially. Like it reminded me of that even though she's not being tortured particularly here, but like she absolutely does not want to get her pills back because she thinks that that she's going to end up. Uh, she thinks that she's going to end up destroying the world if she does, which is like even worse than like what could possibly happen in a horror movie. I mean, the worst thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna die, like. But here, she like she's she knows she's not gonna die, but she could kill billions of people, which is I think much worse. <laughs> uh, so, Fitz then, oh, uh, sorry, chat, missed, missed what you said. there I,
1: first. I, It certainly has the potential to be worse.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Fitz then pulls out the inhibitor, and Daisy's powers return, and uh, he gives her like a, an injection in order to kind of kickstart her powers. Um, he then tells Daisy how to compress the gravitonium to put it into the sphere, uh, after which the uh, the robot then powers down and fits, surrenders himself. Uh, Daisy then uses the uh, gravitonium ball to seal the rift, seemingly for good this time, by the looks of it, although like it does seem, still seem to be inside that ball, because mm. like, the ball's just just like, floating there, it doesn't like disappear or anything, like, so this rift seems to be inside the ball somehow, I don't know how that works. And uh, Fitz then gets locked up. Uh, Simmons goes to talk to him and uh, he reveals that he's been hearing the Doctor basically ever since they left the framework. There's like kind of a voice inside his head. And Simmons reckons that it might be like his old injury acting up. Because if you remember way, way back, season two, uh, he used to see her when she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But she was kind of like acting as his conscience almost. And like this guy kind of seems to be like the opposite of that because it's like the devil and angel. On your shoulder, type thing you see in, in movies from time to time. So it's, it kind of reminded me of that, and I think that's what the episode is is all about. Like the there was it the devil, uh, the devil complex, yeah, kind of like that. Um, but the the thing is that Fitz still believes that it was the right thing to do, even though he might have gone about it in a bit of a a shitty way. The things that he did were justified because. They had to, because they had to seal this rift. And in order to do that, they had to get Daisy's pills back, and this was the only way that he could think of to do it. So, yeah. And uh, Simmons uh, says to him, well, if they are going to change the timeline, then maybe they have to do things differently and make some harder choices. And they kind of ask, like, oh, where do we go from here? And I think they're referring to, like, the relationship as well as, like, Mm -hmm. the the storyline, like, what happens next sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, we then see Deke finding Simmons upset, and he doesn't really know what to say to to her, so he tells her like a bit about uh, what his mum told him about his uh, gran and granda, like <laughs> about his gran making his granda the, what is it, brisheet, brisheet and mozzarella sandwiches. Brisheet. Brisheet, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> And she was the only one that could make them the way he liked them, and things like that. And how he was a big baby when he was ill and whatnot, and she always looked after him. So, he, and he then uh, reveals basically that he is—he <laughs> is their grandson. And he says the all the steps, the steps you take, don't need to be big. They just need, and uh, Simmons finishes it off. They just need to take you in the right direction. And then Simmons throws up. <laughs> As you would if you just came face to face with your grandson when you've not even had a child, that would be <laughs> very, very unsettling. Yes. Uh, and then the after credit scene was a bit of a holy shit moment in more ways than one. So we see like uh, General Hale just like materialize essentially into what looks like the inside of an old arcade machine playing like Space Invaders or something mm-hmm. like that. Very mm-hmm. strange. Good analogy. <laughs> it's, it's sort of, yeah, there's sort of like, it's all black and then there's kind of bluish symbols in the background that look like uh, pixels for inside an arcade machine, essentially. Um, and she starts to converse with somebody, some shadowy person who says that they're from the Confederacy. Like, okay. And she's basically trying to pass the Confederacy's test to become a member of it. Um, he does give her a, a little vial and says that if you do face failure, then you drink the odium. So if you remember, odium is the same stuff that Cassius drank yep. uh, after he, uh, he finally decided that, okay, well, my plan has gone to shit. I'm just going to go out in a blaze of glory, which makes you essentially like rage up and then you burn out and die um, eventually. And then this guy, as he's uh, as he's leaving, goes, oh, oh, and yeah, uh, hail Hydra. You're like, what the fuck? Hail Hydra? What has Hydra got to do with anything? <laughs> Hydra is back. This guy is Hydra. He's, like, seemingly an alien. Why is he Hydra? So, yeah, that was the, the end of the episode.
1: Hydra is aliens now, somehow? Somehow, some way. Now, does this – I I mean, I know there's been um, series that have dealt with, you know, that S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra basically go back to, uh, uh, like, the Knights of Templar, over the over the centuries. Uh, Yeah. Does this tie into uh, Hydra's past as well, that they've been around for thousands of years?
2: I mean, they've kind of mentioned it before, obviously, like with – because remember they had the the castle? Mm Mm-hmm. And they had just have the people walk through the monolith and go to the uh and go to Maveth mm-hmm. before, like and that had been going on for hundreds of years. And they had remember they had the the, the special shaped rock and stuff like that because they, they picked out the they chose who was going to go through with the with the rock. Right. Yes. Yes. That's and, right. not? And, and, and that had that had been yeah. So that had been a ritual that had been going on for hundreds of years. So yeah, I mean Hydra's been around for for a long time, but I mean like. I don't think they've ever mentioned like other worldly aliens coming about because this seems to be I mean this guy's not he's not a human. True. Like he's kind of I mean he doesn't quite look Cree, but he looks kinda greyish, almost like dark blue kind of grey colour. Yeah. So yeah, interesting that you said Hail Hydra and I mean we know like we know that Hail's involved with Hydra because she's uh she's been talking to Strucker and whatnot as well. So we know there's something going on in there, but like this guy saying, Hail Hydra, just out of nowhere, is like, oh, okay. So the Confederacy is like in bed with Hydra somehow. But yeah, interesting episode.
1: What do you think of this one overall? Um, originally, I was kind of meh on it, but uh, going back and watching it this time, uh, you know, the whole Fitz thing. Uh, him yeah. arguing with himself, him playing uh good and evil fits that really worked for me this afternoon when I was watching it um, the you know uh the story is coming together the prophecy is happening and the way they're bringing the prophecy to light um. You know, like Yo-Yo's arms. We knew she lost her arms. We didn't. We didn't know how she lost them, and that shocked the hell out of us. Well, we know she yep. lost her arms. We found out three weeks before the that episode. And all of a sudden, it, mm-hmm. it happens, and we're like, "Holy shit!" And here, you know, uh, well, you know, uh, Daisy's been depowered. Well, uh, so you know, okay, uh, threat threat averted. Well, nobody saw that Fitz would be the one giving her back her powers, or at least not under these circumstances, where no. the where uh, bipolar Fitz comes back and uh, does does the operation. Yeah, that
2: was very surprising. Like uh, I, one hundred percent, up until that moment, thought that it was a fear manifestation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I did not think that it was that it was Fitz. So that was a great great mm-hmm. twist like one of the, one of the best ones they've done uh in in shield and uh like like you say the acting for uh, ian decay stacker was uh, very very good and i think he probably asked them to put that back in there he's like oh um can i like see before the end of the season can i get another shot at doing the evil fits and they're like yeah okay why not <laughs> <laughs> and then they've, they've put it in
1: here and uh yeah what a great use so yeah. Uh, overall, I thought once again another fantastic episode.
2: And um, so, where do we go from here? Like, Fitz is locked up now. Like, seemingly, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna let him back out of there. Like, he's <laughs> he's essentially attacked mm-hmm. one of their teammates, so he's now like kind of a bad guy. So he's locked up and performed surgery on her. Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's she didn't want it, so that—that's yeah. an attack. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I would totally. Yeah. That's like a, a an assault. He would yeah. get jail time for that yeah. in the real world. So yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So where do we go from here? Like the gravitonium is sealed up. and um, We've dealt with that threat. The the rift is done with. Have like, we dealt how with we, it? Have we, Andy? Well, it's in that little ball, like mm. seemingly it's dealt with. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it could come back. Yeah, um, but yeah, now we seem to have this extra threat of of Hale and Hydra. Hail Hydra. Literally, literally, <laughs> Hale Hydra. I never know. I, I never realised that was a yeah Hail. yeah General Hale, General Hail Hydra. Okay, we'll just call her Madam Hydra from now on. But yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see where they where they go with this, uh, where they go with this next. Because introducing aliens again, like I didn't think that they would they would go back to aliens again so soon. Because we just dealt with a bunch mm. of aliens at the beginning of the season.
1: Well, if you saw the scenes from next week, for next week, <laughs> but uh, we got to—that's getting ahead of ourselves right now. Mm, yep, that's. Uh,
2: I'm trying not to like mention mm, things that
1: I, mm-hmm. I've seen in other episodes. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, okay, is, is the rift taken care of? Well, we still have the fact that uh, Coulson is now uh, a prisoner of Hydra. You got to get him back. So you're going to be starting
2: yep. there. Yeah, so we need to rescue Coulson. I mean, they, they don't know that she's Hydra yet, though. No. That's the thing.
1: No, but they they are they need to rescue Coulson. That would be the next item on the agenda, I believe.
2: Mm. Do you think by the end of the season we'll have re-legitimized S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because, like SHIELD, I mean, Hill says like they're a terrorist organization right now in the eyes of the world. So like, do you think by the end of the season they can redeem it and become like... A proper organization again?
1: Yes. And I think you would have to. I mean, because you're going to be wrapping up a lot of storylines that, you know, uh, have spanned five years. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, to an extent, if if season six comes about, um, I think it's going to be a bit of a reboot. Yeah, like a kind
2: of all new team sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you know there'll be there'll be a couple of carryovers. Mm. But I think, uh, I think uh, if if they do it, it's going to be, you know, a you need uh, Shields place back in the universe.
2: Yep, hundred percent agree.
1: Because
2: like
1: j- mm. because you have to do that because. You still have the MCU the, uh, universe as a whole, the the movies. You know, Shield can't be gone forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, the comic books, like, yeah, Shield is there forever. So uh, you can you can destroy it, you can uh, blow it up, but somehow, some way, it's going, it's got to come back eventually because they're basically the support system for the the superheroes. They're the yeah, damage giving con- Yeah, giving them when we need it.
2: Well, damage control exists as well oh, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where was that TV show? Why did that never happen?
1: Thank God. <laughs> I was against that from the beginning. Um so I I think uh yes you do you move forward um and you know that's where I think if we get a season 6 it's going to be a revamped cast to an extent yeah, I, th- I think so I mean uh,
2: I think that I don't think we'll see much as much as it would make me sad i think that colson is Coulson's time with the, with the show is done mm-hmm. i think may's time with the show is done as well like i think that uh, i mean we've seen may's role this season be massively cut down from what it was in the previous seasons because she got that uh, because that uh, wen got that injury mm. like she's not been able to fight anyone near as much which uh, has totally impacted her role in, in the in the team in the show so i think she's She'll be finished with it after this season. I think I think Daisy will still be there. Probably Daisy and Fitz and Simmons. I, and I think not Mac
1: and you'll go away as well. Deke, Deke. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it as Daisy, Fitzsimmons, and Deke.
2: I think Deke I would like to see Deke go on his own adventure. <laughs> just like go and experience the world. Deke's World Tour. That's that's what we need. The new new show. Deek Ancient
1: Shield is done and we just have Deke's World Tour and then you could make you like to, a, and, and then you bring in a couple more characters you know uh maybe deathlock finally comes back um which we always wanted no. on the team no no we didn't we didn't um, we didn't want that <laughs> maybe uh uh what's his, lance hunter comes back that would be dumb enough. but there's nobody there's nobody for him currently to play off of but that could be worked Fetz. on that's is the yeah, fits, but so and overall, I thought I thought the show was. It wasn't one of my favorite episodes, but um, it did. I mean, it did do a lot of things right when you go back and look at it again. Yeah, um, did we get any tweets about this episode? Which the my problem was how long ago was when did this episode first air? We're so far behind. So this was uh, this is episode
2: fourteen. So I think I'm just pulling it up just now because I think we might have got a couple. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got uh, at least one, two. I've got two tweets about it. So I've got them here. Uh, so Stephen Elmy said, uh, "In Shield, Season Five, Episode Fourteen. Excuse me while I retrieve my jaw from the floor. <laughs> Wowie, wow, wow." <laughs> This episode was written so well. I love this season. So many surprises that I didn't see coming. Uh, Cassius' father is Hale's boss and the head of Hydra. Um, do you think that was Cassius' father? Because, I mean, we didn't see that explicitly. Could be. That's
1: uh, that's a good yeah. theory.
2: He was kind of bluey greyish, mm-hmm. And, I mean, mm-hmm. Cassius is kind of bluey-whitish. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that could be. Yeah, that's, that's actually probably a good shout. I didn't even think that.
1: And... We have another one here from, uh, I think this is a new a new guy uh, tweeting into us for the first time. Hmm? Mike and Cleve 66. I'm going to say Mike and Cleveland. of uh, shield. Interesting how maybe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season five, episode 14 puts to bed. Ah, crap. I hit the wrong butt. Puts to bed uh, <laughs> Andy's year-long whine that the framework didn't matter. As he cries himself to sleep over what's happening with Fitz, one of Shield's best episodes of the series.
2: It's so definitely not a new listener, if he <laughs> if Well, he's I didn't say new listener. A, a, new,
1: a new, But I, I, don't know if we've had any tweets from Mike in Cleveland.
2: Yeah, I think we have. Really? I, 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 do. Rec- I definitely recognize the handle, so I'm pretty sure he's he's tweeted as yeah. before. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty astute. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've we've seen the framework effect like things in people's psyche before. Like I mean look at Mac and how he's reacted to it since he's been out with like hope like uh, hope and whatnot. So I mean that definitely affected him and yeah, the framework. Yeah. I'll I'll take that one. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying myself to sleep over fits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and I kept telling you, I said, well yes, it might not have affected the real world, but these characters did live through it. And they're going to deal with the repercussions of living through that experience, and it keeps coming back to haunt them. And in this, and in uh, Fitz's case, it manifested itself and took over his body. Essentially, yeah, that's what happened.
2: <laughs> Interesting, though. Like, I mean, because he's always had he's always had that in him, and it just that's it started to come out now that he's been exposed to it within the framework. Maybe uh, Fitz becomes a bad guy. Overall,
1: uh, I wouldn't like that. We already did that with Grant Ward.
2: Yep. I don't think you can do it again fully. Like this little brief flirtation with it is fine, but yeah, I I wouldn't like to see him go full on bad and like go to Hydra or something like that.
1: I gotta keep muting the mic because. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, they're, they're not going to make it. Fitz can't go evil. I mean, a, their story's written already. They, you know, they, he and Simmons have a kid who has another, you know, who grows up and, uh, gives birth to Deke. So, you know, he's, he's not going to go evil. He may, he may teeter on the edge of insanity from time to time, but, uh, you know, I I think in the end uh, the you know they're going to have their ha- happily ever after. Um, yeah, me too. So, but so, all right. I think we should wrap it up, Andy, because I have barking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. Cool. And you got, and it's getting late for you. Um, let's see, Andy. When you're not battling the demons inside your own mind, where can people find you?
2: Oh, you can find me battling the demons of Ali's mind every Tuesday on 42 Level 1. Uh, we broadcast live on allgames.com, 4.30 some 1.30 Pacific, 9.30 Greenwich. mean time. We talk about it in TV shows, movies, and uh, mainly video games. And you can find all of our old episodes on uh, the archive on allgames.com as well as Stitcher and iTunes.
1: And you can find me Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern on allgames.com doing the B-Team podcast with Ryan, Fred, and Eli, where we discuss video games, tech, movies, and TV. I'm sure there'll be a dog conversation this week. And then <laughs> uh, Thursday, I wasn't on... They they uh, took Thursday off because I went to a concert and whatever. Um So, but usually on Thursdays, you can find me on allgames.com, 9 p.m. Eastern, doing Knuckleballer Radio with Eli and Sean, where we discuss lots of different things. Um, Last episode that I was on two weeks ago was the day that uh, Nikki died, and I really wasn't into Mm -hmm. it and probably shouldn't have been there, but I uh, did the episode and just uh, I was there physically. (sighs) Vocally, that's about it. They're embodied they're on spirit. Yeah. Um, I do, I am looking forward to I, I have a couple great topics this week. So uh, hopefully, uh, we will be able to do Knuckleballer Thursday nights, 9 p.m., allgames.com. And then, of course, you can catch this uh, air. We air this show Friday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, on allgames.com. We've been in the top 10 last the last few weeks, even though we don't do shows. Um, I love it. Um, <laughs> so if you need to check it out or can't download it somewhere else you can always catch it on all games uh all right so uh i don't care how many of you uh, are in the car whatever you do don't touch Lola. night guys And in three, two, one. Hello, hellers, and welcome to another episode of Agents of Shieldcast. I am.
2: Hello, Blair. Nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, I am Andy Urquhart. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier. All right. <laughs> and in 3, 2, 1.
2: That's really what the last episode is. They discover that Lola is the reason that the world blows up, and they have to kill Lola to that's prevent right. it happening. It's the end and of world. That's, and that's what happens to Coulson as well, and that's how Coulson dies, because Coulson has to destroy Lola, and then he and then because he's so upset about it, he just kills himself.
1: No, he drives Lola into the breach.
0: That's it. Oh, yeah, yes.
1: you can that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm.